concentric circles and in squares within squares. Hello and welcome to It's Not Polite to Ask. I'm your host, Albert Destrade, alongside my interim co-host, Brandon Shaw. We're back for a new episode of the program. Brandon, I gotta tell you something. I fucked up. Classic. What this time? I made a little bit of a boo-boo. Talk to me. Let me paint a picture for you. Um, my girlfriend and I were putting in an Uber Eats order using my cell phone, during which I received a message from social media mm-hmm. from a girl. Yep. Now, the girl was a friend of mine, and the message was mild in nature, but it led to the girlfriend asking to go through my cell phone. There you go. Full, full go through? She, we got into a knockdown, drag out argument, some, one of your favorites. Oh, yeah. You know that game yep. really, really well. Oh, yeah. And next thing I know, I'm cornered in mm-hmm. a bedroom, and she is demanding to know my password. Yep. So Which you, you have to give it to her. Here, here's my question. Do you have to give it to her? Is it okay? It's the 2022. Listen, it's 2022. This is a new era of time. I feel like each person is entitled to their own privacy. And I feel like there's a level of respect there, but I'll, I'll defer to you. Yeah, so do, you think, do you think that it's okay to have a person's password? No, absolutely not. Because that's what I was going to say. So I watched something recently and it was like, I would love to go through a guy's phone. But I know that once I do that, there's no coming back from that. And that's what I was going to tell yes. you. That's your argument, Ender, or your argument uh, rebuttal is, okay, I'll give you my password, but there's no coming back from this. Our trust will never be the same. And the, dude, like literally, it's, it's, it's crazy you mentioned that because that's exactly what happened. I told her, listen, I'm going to give you this password. I'm going to let you through the phone. I'm going to sit here. We're going to go through it together like it's a dead body and we're doing an autopsy. Mm-hmm. But, but the moment you do that, I am going to trust you differently than before because you just took me to court. When I look at it, it's like she, it's like we had an argument and instead of solving it, she goes, I'm suing you. I'll see you in court. Right. That's what going through the phone is. Right. The, going through the phone is you're, you're in court. Right. And so how'd that go? It went, it went fine, dude. Like literally it was, it was very, Wait, so, you went through, so you went through the phone. She went through the phone. Oh, Jesus. She went through each individual Instagram social media, text message, the whole thing, one by one by one. She's like, who's this? And I'm like, that's Jamie Stafford, who's just on our I show. Feel, I feel like it's when you see ago. a movie and like the FBI is going through a house and it's like, this room, clear. That room, clear. Oh, yeah. Somebody go upstairs. Clear. Oh, yeah. They like, they take a meme, they put it in one of those like big Ziploc bags. They're like, we're going to hold this, hold this for further investigation later. Jesus Christ. So, and, and, and that's like. Do you need a cold shower after that? Do you feel violated? I felt more like upset about the nature of where we're at in the world where like i didn't know and i'm and i'm glad i'm asking you this and i'm not sure if our listeners have ever experienced this before but like i feel like we should be living in a world where like if that's your partner and their, your person in life i don't think it's fair to try to put them under that kind of microscope i think that that's it's just it's not that you're doing anything wrong like i'll give you an example i'll give you an example i was talking to a female friend that we corroborated we cleared was a clear female friend but there was a there was a message from that friend that I think I don't know I thought was very innocent. I'll share it with you, Brandon. I'll share it with our listeners, and you'll tell me what it means. I said in response to a message, "So when are you guys coming back to Florida?" My girlfriend interpreted that as, "When are you coming back to see me?" Which I literally had to be like, "No, no, 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 no." 
I said yeah, that's not the same thing. Yeah. When are you coming back to Florida? Because this friend doesn't live in Florida. They live in another state. And I thought that that's a very common way of having conversation with a friend, which I think is, is very normal. Is very, right. is very commonplace. Um, you know, with our business, with modern flirting and our kind of the kind of social life we try to build, dude, it's normal to have female friends and it's normal to ask those kind of questions. So my whole point is like, dude, and you specifically said you guys or you all or whatever, not like you. But okay. I'll play devil's advocate. Even if I said you, is it wrong to say, when are you coming back to Florida? Is there a distinct difference between that and when are you coming back or when am I going? There's a mild difference, but it's still not like. Gotcha. Here's where it gets bad. When you say, when am I going to see you again? Oh, yeah, that's of course. Bad. That's, all, that's horrific. When are we going to see each yeah. other? Bad. Yeah. When are you coming back to Florida or wherever you live? Right. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's pretty mild, right? Oh, yeah, that's not bad at all. My thing is, I, I do view trust as like a little bit of a spectrum and people fall into different categories. But when it comes to like romantic relationship, it's either absolute or it's not. Because if you have any doubt to the point where you want to go into somebody's phone then you realistically are going to want to go through their phone all the time because things are misinterpreted or uh, caught out of context all the time. And it's going to become a pattern. You're never going to be satisfied. You're always going to want to see it. Trust has changed so much. It used to be like, I, I so I, I, I think there's a comedian or, uh, that talks about this where he says, you know, the reason there's so many people getting divorced nowadays is because you're just so accessible to each other all the time. It used to be like in the seventies, your parents would wake up, they would see each other, they would have breakfast, they'd go to work, and then they wouldn't see each other or communicate for like nine hours. Now you're like constantly on top of each other. You're constantly like on each other's social media. You're constantly each other's phones. Like there's no like their life and my life. It's oh, like yeah. our life all the time. I get, I get, I mean, I get messages from my mortgage lender at 1030 at night and you know, she's a female human being. And so I can see myself in a relationship being like, why is this girl texting you? And I could be like, it's my mortgage lender and still have some level of doubt there. But you shouldn't have to explain yourself. Oh, like you're, you're not doing anything I'm wrong. Not, and yeah, I think yeah. the, here's my problem with it, Brandon. My problem is that we, I feel like society has shifted where we don't operate under the assumption of innocence. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. There's always like. It's a scummier culture. It's like, what am I missing? What am I not seeing? What's not there? And that, that to me kind of makes me uneasy because it's. It's a vest- investigative culture with like everybody's social media shit and like everybody's life being kind of out there and open. It's like more, I don't know, what, what, what did we call, uh, you dated somebody, we called them uh, FBI agents. Like they're always like looking for the next clue. Oh, girls are like really aggressive with this shit. They're very, they'll tie stuff together that we wouldn't even, like guys would never even process. Yeah, so I'll give you an example. One time I took a photo with a girl and there was nothing that implied that I was romantically involved with the girl. And I had another girl later on who I was trying to get romantically involved with say, oh, well, how long were you sleeping with that girl? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I could tell from the way you took the photo with her that you guys had been sleeping together. And she was right. Wait, she was actually right. Oh, she was correct. Did you? you Okay. With all due respect, I would have treated that girl like she was in absolute psychopath like i'm a pretty honest person in life but that that level of assumption to me is like is beyond like a human thing maybe like, she got lucky maybe she got lucky it's no not- no there's no maybe about it she definitely got lucky oh but yeah then i was like yeah you got me i was like oh that's not going on anymore 
Oh, you admitted it. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, you crumbled like a cake. I crumbled because I was like so impressed and surprised and caught off guard. I was like, yeah, you're correct. But that's Interesting. nothing to worry about. That That's not going on anymore. That's my poker background. I'm used to getting caught. But it goes nothing with nothing <laughs> where I'm just like, I'm all in. And they're like, you're lying here. And I'm like, oh, LOL. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was. I was just like, this is next level like investigative shit. It's easier now to have an illicit outside relationship than it used to be. Like in the in like the totally disagree. You think so? Totally disagree. You think it's harder now, dude. You used to be able to just be like, "Yeah, I wasn't near a payphone. That's oh, why I wasn't." Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Totally disagree. You could be off the fucking grid, man. Those were the days. Yeah, but you can not, con- not okay, just okay. cheating just for like. Being so you can meet someone easier now, but you can sustain it more oh, difficultly. Yeah. Correct. Correct. That's a perfect situation. I, I have a friend who just separated from his wife. Oh, congrats to him. That's awesome. <laughs> it is. It should be a congrats because usually that means time, it's unhealthy. Yeah. And he is almost zero good marriages have ended. Zero good marriages ended in divorce. That's a Louis C.K. famous line. Um, and he's brand. He's pretty much certain that his wife put a low jack or a tracking device or some kind of thing on his phone on his phone and or car to know where he was at all times. Your phone already has one. If a girl can like figure out your find my iPhone shit, like if you're if you're gonna cheat as a dude, now you have to just be like, find my iPhone's gone. If if I lose the iPhone, I lose the iPhone. Is like, that true? Yeah. Uh, Siri, please delete my location currently. <laughs> Just kidding. Your car. Supposedly your no, you're car right. No, your car, your car has some shit too. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's like the kind of shit that we're dealing with now where like people are like, they're going to such lengths, man, to like, and it's, and it's not just to find somebody doing something wrong. It's to assume that something's happening. I think that that sheer negative energy and stress and worry and concern I think that like kind of corrodes the relationship from the inside out. People are also dumb though. People are also for sure fucking dumb. Like I know, so? I know friends that have gotten uh, questioned by their girlfriends for liking other girls' photos. The fuck are you liking another uh, girl's photos for? Yeah. You fucking idiot. But you know what? Okay, you're an idiot. I'm glad you brought that up. Or a fire emoji bullshit. Like what? You're a moron. I think that a guy who likes another girl's photos is an idiot and Correct. is clearly like. Peeking outside the windows to what else is out there. It's just immature. But I don't think they're doing anything wrong. I think nah, they're just, they are. I think they're just like, nah. dude, I think they're just like horn dogs who can't control themselves. Nah. Like You're, that, like, that like is not materializing to anything, Brandon. They're not, they're not doing anything with that. Like if you're liking a random girl's so photo, not, so it's, oh, it's completely necessary. But if you're liking a girl's photos, who's wearing a bikini has 1500 likes. Like you're not a you're dude. That guy does not have a chance to get with that girl. You, you know what I'm though. saying? That guy has no chance. Let me ask you girl. something though. You're sitting in real life with your girlfriend, and a girl walks by, and your eyes specifically go towards her, like unshamefully. Is that wrong? That's a real life like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the digital version, which is it's not okay. It's not good. Okay. Here's what I'll tell you. If you if you give like a little glance and you're not like mid conversation, sure, like fine. Like, and I don't think a girl's gonna fault you for it. But it's like a blatant, like, I am looking at her. Here's my thing. Is your girl going to be mad at you? Clear yes. Yeah. Have you done anything wrong? I actually don't think so. Because I, especially on the digital scale, I think a guy who's liking a photo like that on the internet has actually less of a chance than a guy who doesn't like the photo. Because that girl's, now he's just another one of these plebes. Oh, that, but, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about like a respect and like acting. Oh, that, that's what it is. That's yeah. okay. You're right on that point. That's what I'm saying. Like you're, you're being a moron and you're asking again, she's not judging your ability to get that girl. 
she's just kind of like doubting your faithfulness and your ability to act this, this correctly. Is, yeah, this is not a fidelity problem. This <laughs> is a like, what the fuck is wrong with you problem? And, and again, it's not like necessarily a cheating thing because it's like you could be going out to a club and like grinding up on a girl, you know, in in a way that's probably not okay but that's not cheating but you're just like asking for like this guy's a moron and maybe can't be trusted and again too if you go and you like a picture of her cooking fucking spaghetti sure go and you really feel the fucking need to throw her like do it on the spaghetti photo but not on her in a bikini or her going out looking good Brandon somebody asked me this about I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. And it always stuck in the back of my head. And I like kind of took it for granted. And then I just started thinking about it again recently. I'm going to ask you the same question. And I want you to answer honestly. You ready? I'm ready. Do you think that as a guy, we ever stop? Like we're walking through a grocery store. We're by ourselves. We're not talking to anyone. We're not doing anything. And we have no plans of doing anything. We're in a committed relationship. Do you think we ever stop seeing that hot girl to our right shoulder that walks by us and is just like unbelievably attractive and just glancing at her for two seconds? Do we ever just stop looking without any intention, without any action, without any like bad motives? I'm just, do we ever stop just being like, oh, what the fuck is going on there? Do we ever stop doing that? Stop. No. Frequency of looking can decrease, but stop looking. No, never. So you think like we're just perennially going to like, just th that's just always going to catch our eye. Cause like, I think as a human being, like as a man, I don't even do it on purpose. I don't know if you do it. I don't think if guys do it, I feel like it's, it's literally, it's, it's a reflex. It's the doctor hitting your knee with that tiny little hammer and your knee just goes, what? Like that's to me, that's what it is. I'm just like, Oh, that's a person. I'm just like, geez. Okay, cool. And then I'm like, literally like 1.8 seconds. And I'm like, back to my day. Guys are probably just continually compiling interesting tidbits that they can discuss with their friends later. And that's one of them. Dude, you'll never believe the girl that I saw in the grocery store. Probably what it is. Well, you know, what's, what's funny is that you and I, I feel like we have a very different take on this than most people. As with most things. Yeah. I feel like when I see a girl like that, for me, I actually get like a little bit upset. Oh, like, yeah. I, I get, I get mad. I'm not happy about it. When I see a girl that's like so hot, I have to like kind of look at her. My first thought is what's going on over here? Like what's happening? And my second thought is like, like why? Like why are oh, yeah. you like this? Like why is this first, happening? First right thought now? is what's going on over there. Second thought is fucking how dare she? How dare she? Right? Like, yeah. Like the balls on her to walk you out into public face with that body. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Like, what is she doing? Yeah, trying to like walk out here like you're that. an asshole. Fucking online shop. You know what my third thought is? You know huh. what my third thought is? Huh. I, I, my third thought is like a little bit of pity. Like I saw, I, I, this is a true story. I saw a girl today leaving Publix. Not my style at all. Like very, very, like a beautiful Hispanic, dark haired, like ethnic woman, which. Did you give her my number or no? Individual beauty, but not my thing at all. I wasn't attracted to her whatsoever. But she like clearly was like floating around, you know, the hot girl that like everything on her is exactly perfect. Like mm -hmm. I'm talking about everything from right. like her eye, like the, her eyelash to her eye, like, um, eyelid to her, like her, 
ear to like her fucking elbow. Like right. she was just like her outfit, her everything about she's, her was just she's hot. Wallace. She's Wallace. Yeah. And she was walking next to like what seemed like her mom. And my first thought, dude, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to you. I saw her like, as I'm getting in the car, I'm just like, I feel bad for her because her whole life it's again, to quote the great Louis CK everywhere she goes, it's just like, Oh, so I go over here. Like, what do you, I'm like, what do you do? And she's like, well, I go over here and people try to fuck me. And then I go over there and people try to fuck me. Like nobody's like, ever listening to what she says. Like her whole like identity is the hot girl that people want to have sex with. Right. That's her entire, that's who she is as a human being in almost every setting. Like if she's with a group of girls and like she posts a photo, nobody's going to be like, what's your friend do for a living? No, they're all like, <laughs> who is that? Is she available for intercourse? Right. Right. Like in every setting, like I haven't gotten to the pity part yet, but I understand what you're saying. I, I feel bad for her because yeah. she's not. It's impossible. For, like, no one's ever having a conversation with her to hear, like, hey, who, like, nobody really wants to know who her favorite bands are. They just, they're just using that as a ploy. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'm just like, I go from, like, who, who is that to where does she get off to, like, it's just too much. It's just too much. And then you're never safe. We, we talk about that all the time, too. Once, once you get to, like, a level of, like, hotness, like, if you've got a guy dating a girl, like, that girl's available to everybody from, like, pro athletes to billionaires. And you're like, she's with me because I have a nice personality. <laughs> so you're, you're worried you're going to lose her to like higher value guys. You're, it's is not what you're saying? It's not worried. It's just a, like a fact that I probably am. I don't know if that's an insecurity thing. I, I don't, I, I never have operated on that thing. I think like once you're like with a girl, like girls are inherently, uh, to put, to put it nicely, girls are known to underkick their coverage more than guys are, in my opinion. I don't know. Unless it's specifically financial in South Florida. <laughs> That's the only like Trump card. I don't know. Depend, depends on how, what, what the girl's into. It's not polite to ask brought to you in part by modern flirting. Are you a business owner, entrepreneur, or just a success minded man yet? You're struggling to connect with women or live the epic lifestyle. You know, you deserve. Well, our friend Jared Syke Lords and his team at Modern Flirting have got your back. The Modern Flirting program does everything for you in order to become a truly attractive and high status man in today's competitive dating world. From optimizing pictures, polishing bios, and nailing down messaging for all your online dating needs. Modern Flirting offers a step-by-step -step guide to meet and attract the real women that you see out and about. Whether it's the man himself, Jared Lawrence, or his insane roster of talented coaches, you'll have access to the best of the best. If you're interested in leveling up your lifestyle and making 2022 a year of abundance with quality women, here's what you do. You go to modernflirting.com, that's modernflirting.com, and schedule a call today. Mention the It's Not Polite to Ask podcast, and you'll be given a discount upon joining or free training even if you decide it's not for you. Once again, go now to modernflirting.com and check out Jared Psych Lawrence. I'll tell you this, Brandon. This is this is uh, this might be unique to me in my like personal thing, but this is something I got I gotta like kind of like tip my cap to some of the girls that I've dated in my past. You know what they've done? You know what they allowed me to do? Uh, improve yourself? No, they've, they've wanted me to do that. I definitely <laughs> didn't do that. They, um, I've dated girls, Brandon, who've let me be a wingman for my friends in a venue while they watch. So basically they, they know that like, listen, 
me, Albert Estrada, my background, I own a dating coaching company. I am very, you know, proficient with dealing with members of the opposite sex. You're a social butterfly. I'm a social butterfly. They've allowed me to spread my wings. They've allowed me to like literally go in there and wing my guy friends while they talk to other groups of girls, knowing that I do it like I'm kind of a sport fisherman. I do it just to like have my friends enjoy themselves and like, because I have a, it's like a party trick. It's not for any means. I'm not trying to like get with those girls specifically. I just like to well, you know why go out let, there and do it. You know why they let you do it in front of them? Because they don't damn sure if you're going to do it in front of them, you're also going to do it behind their backs. And so they'd at least like to view it in person and see if there's anything that they need to tell you not to do. Jeez. So they're, so they're, they're managing me is what you're They're saying. managing you. Correct. Wow. I didn't process that. Yeah. I thought that they're, I was, they're managing you. And I, and I, I thought it was a dog running through the park. No, no. It turns out I'm really on a leash the whole time. hundred percent. You're being evaluated. You're being run through a test. As we've talked to uh, the audience about a couple episodes ago, you're being put through a test and they want to see if you're willing to fail that test in front of them, then they need to correct that behavior to make sure that you're not doing it when they're not there. Wait, wait, wait what, I'm sorry. What's the test? The test is what you are going to do when you're winging your friends in front of them. So right. if you're grabbing okay. a girl by the waist or getting handsy or like making some eye contact that they don't like, they're going to be like, I have no problem with you winging your friends, but here's my lines that you can't cross. And I expect you not to cross those lines when I'm not there as well. Makes sense. So I, this whole time I was like, they were so nice. Give me all this freedom. Turns out yeah, that no. I, I had the freedom was an no illusion. Shot. Yeah, no shot. They're like, your cage is just a little bit bigger. I refuse to believe they are. If one of them wants to come forward and uh, message me on the side and say, no, he. I actually was fine with him doing that, then sure, but I don't believe it. Yikes. That's an open call to all my ex-girlfriends to message Brandon <laughs> Shaw. At, you still have my number. Yeah. He's, uh, if you want to find him on Twitter, he's at interim co-host. That um, old Albert's girlfriend support hotline, the number's still the same. You know how many of my ex-girlfriends that I can only imagine you provided emotional and mental just... Mm-hmm counseling to i have specific shirts for their uh crying needs <laughs> basically like you were the like gay best friend to a lot of these girls that i dated 100 it's because i speak albert which nobody else really speaks this comes from 10 years of learning and i have to basically lie to them in an explanatory way that makes sense to them and i'm like you don't understand like once when he was 12 he had this puppy and the puppy got away and he sees you as that puppy <laughs> And if you could just, you know, deal with him talking to that girl, then, you know, he won't feel abandoned by that puppy and just like circle around to something that makes sense. Yeah. You're you're, about to do that a lot. You're constantly explaining to other girls my psychosis through like a really nice way you put it. Yeah, for sure. That's really that's, you know, and I I don't think I thank you enough for that, Brandon. I really have to say thank you for doing that because each interaction is the gift that keeps on giving. It's a mark of being a good friend. Oh, we've had some really good me being a good friend. You've done it as well. Yeah. But specifically more, this is about me, like most things are. How about the instance of the fake fight? Are we oh going to talk about the God. fake fight? Yeah. Are you talking the, about the fake fight fight? Oh, the fake fight fight. This is the, con- okay. the one from the concert. That was one yep. of the best friend moves of all time. Okay. For context for the listeners, Brandon, we'll walk us through the situation because uh, this, this, uh, this is a classic Brandon and Albert being friends. This situation. is early on, too. This is early on. This is pretty early. There's yes. no way that I was more than 20 years old. Maybe 21. Nah, I, 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 it's, don't ask me any questions. Ask me no questions. <laughs> I'll tell you no lies. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're at uh, a concert that we go to every year. It's called Gaelic Storm. For those of you who don't know, yep. shout out to Gaelic Storm. Looking to. Uh, Big fan of Gaelic Storm, by oh, the way. Yeah. One of my favorite. If you guys saw uh, Patrick Murphy. Um, you guys ever want to come on the program? You guys are more than welcome to come on. Would love to have you. 
Gaelic Storm will forever be known near and dear to my heart, not only for their great music. Love that. Love you guys. But first concert, actually, no, first instance ever that I threw up from alcohol. So that will always uh, be near and dear to my heart. Uh, But anyway, so Albert and I go to this concert and he decides, like most social gatherings, he's going to bring the girl that he's dating. And the girl gets there. The girl gets there. And it was let's be honest, Brandon. It was a casual day. Yeah, very we, casual. We, we had just no, started dating. No intention. She wasn't, this. We weren't. Listen to 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 give you guys a little bit of a of an idea of what time it was uh, in history. The true sign of dating was being Facebook official at the time. Like if you were if that was your girlfriend, you were Facebook official. This, this was like circa two thousand and like ten. This girl, was, this girl was never going to become Facebook official. It was a fling. It was casual. It was circa two thousand ten. Circa two thousand nine. So he brings her. Great girl. We're having fun. We're drinking. All of a sudden, this girl who he knows from his like middle school, high school days walks in and she's also looking pretty good. And Albert decides that his whole goal for the night is to sneak as many conversations with this girl as possible. Here we go. Without the girl that he brings uh, finding out. We were young. Yeah, we were young. (laughs) We all make mistakes. Yeah. So we were drinking heavily. It was an Irish music concert. Don't judge me. So we'll call uh, we'll call girl a uh, Christina. So Christina's the girl that he came with. And uh, we'll call girl B uh, Melinda, the girl that he's going after. So he's doing everything possible that he can to avoid Christina. Brandon, take her to get a drink. Uh, Brandon, do this. Brandon, do that. Brandon, tell her I went to the bathroom. And he's sneaking all these conversations away with Melinda. Listen, sometimes you're in a venue and you're with the girl you brought to the dance. And all of a sudden you want to dance with a different girl. Like listeners, I don't know if you've ever been in this situation. I'm not sure if you've ever been there, but one thing I got to give credit to our interim co-host here is that in a pinch, when things have to move, I mean, this guy moves mountains. Melinda. The, the perfect analogy is Albert is a rodeo cowboy and I am a rodeo clown. And these girls are bulls <laughs> in the ring. And I've got all sorts of different uh, tricks. I've got barrels. I've you got, got distractions, oh, yeah, makeup, yeah. balloons. You're yeah. throwing all sorts of Wh- shit out Whatever I can. So, uh, so it's the end of the night and Albert whispers to me, I need to figure out a way to leave here with Melinda. So for the audience again. Why would I not? Come on. Oh yeah. He comes with, he comes with Christina trying to leave with Melinda. And I don't know, strike a genius. I come up with this idea. I go, well, we're going to get into a fake altercation. And you're going to storm out of here angrily and then go secretly meet up with Melinda. And I, I look at him and I go, what do you mean I'm going to get in a fight and you're going to storm out of here? He goes, Albert, Albert, you don't get it. You and I are going to get into a fight and that's going to be the reason we have to leave. And I look at this guy, I stare him right in the eye and I go, you are a fucking genius. Oh yeah. And we get into it pretty quickly. We start screaming at each other about, I, I honestly don't know at this point, it's 10 years ago. and unscripted he starts shoving me which unscripted i start shoving him back and it looks like we're about to go to we're blows. in a full-on we're in a fight oh, yeah. him and i are are, oh, yeah. are fake arguing and it's working perfectly because the girl's natural reaction is to get between us i think she was also a little confused because you know she knows we're best friends and we're pushing each other in the middle of the parking lot hammered drunk and she's trying to make sense of the situation and albert blurts out i've just got to get out of here and you know Albert's trying to sprint towards uh, a car that has Melinda in it, which is a bad look. We should have arranged some sort of separate transportation. This is before Uber, by the way. So we're pushing and shoving and Albert starts taking off. He just sprints into the parking lot. He goes, I can't be here anymore and takes off. And the girl starts sprinting after him. So he starts trying to 
I can't even tell the story. He starts trying to break out his best running back impression and he's juking her. He's, he's, <laughs> I don't remember this part. He's not letting her grab him. <laughs> I don't even remember this part. And and eventually he just takes off with this group of people. All I all I, listen, I don't I don't Brandon, I don't remember juking her, but that's that sounds oh, like yeah. drunk me. Like oh, yeah. I, I'm like trying Faces to like, her head on. He turns into the rodeo clown at this point, gives her a oh shimmy and sprints oh my by God. her. Unbelievable. I, all I remember, Brandon, what I do remember is hearing faintly, like real faint from far away. Yeah. Her yelling at you, being like, What's wrong? What is happening? Oh, yeah. And you being like, he's upset. I'm upset. We just need to call this night a wash. See, I don't remember that. Yeah, you're just like, we're both upset. Let him be on his own. Like, let's let him go. That's amazing. Like, you were taking, you literally took one for the team. You're oh, like, yeah. we have to let him go. Like, yeah. he's a wild horse. Yeah. We got to let him run. <laughs> you can't try to put a saddle on him, a wild Mustang. And she's like looking at you half, I could see this from far away. She's like half in disbelief, half upset, half drunk. And, and I'm like, and I, in my head, I'm like, Brandon is the smartest man I've ever yeah. met in my life. Because yeah. this is, you orchestr we orchestrated a World Wrestling Federation yeah. fight yeah. in order to create separation yeah. from these two girls. So you, I, you, I, wink, you wink at me twice and I take the pin. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, you're just like, how can you call me that? I should have just, I should have poured a beer right on your face. I should have just thrown a beer it right in my face, or we should have staged a real WWE punch. We yeah. should have just done it and be like, I'm going to fall on three. Just two ketchups of Heinz, of Heinz ketchup right in your face and it would have been over. Unbelievable. I really miss my calling as a pro wrestler. It's a true story. So yes, the uh, the moral of the story is sometimes arguments and relationship fights will create a kind of a misunderstanding of the truth. Oh, that's and, how we're circling it back. That's amazing. Yes. I and love that. My opinion is, guys. The truth is we're not always fighting. <laughs> yes. The truth is we're not always fighting. The truth is be honest with your significant other. Oh my God. If there's something there you want to do. Just own it. We should really be on Sesame Streets with these life lessons. There's always a life lesson at the end of the It's Not Polite Jazz podcast. Um, we need a lifeboat. Learn from young Brandon and myself. Um, and you know what? Just own your shit. Just be honest with your partner. Be very forthcoming and let them know, like, this is what I'm about. This is what I want to do. And you'll avoid a lot of fake parking lot altercations. Well, thank you, Big Bird. Always. <laughs> always here. And on that note, for my fantastic interim co-host... My excellent producer, Larry Wynn. I am your host, Albert Destrade. Until we meet again, this is It's Not Polite to Ask.